Hey, this is Carlos GGS from Targon Secrets. I want to talk to you about some cool stuff today. I'm going to actually forego an exercise. I'm going to give you something that's probably just as important, which is something I call meta-learning. What is meta-learning? M-E-T-A. Meta-learning is simply learning about how we learn. Meta-learning means I'm not just learning stuff. I'm learning about how I learn stuff, which is kind of cool if you think about it. And how do we learn things as guitarists and how do we learn things as musicians? Because I've had people, I know you've probably had this too, at some point ask you, how do you remember all that? Right? They wonder how do we remember how to play all these things? And um, it, I think that's the most amazing part about playing this instrument, about playing the guitar for a lot of people or for other people that watch us anyway, is seeing that we play all this stuff and we've got to remember all that stuff. But the weird thing is, at a certain level, we're not really remembering it. We're letting it come out from inside us. And we, we, we condition ourselves in a lot of ways. The song that we play might actually become a little bit more like, I don't know, muscle memory. More like you're hitting a, a tennis ball over, a, you know, over the net or um, throwing a basketball in the hoop. You don't really think about all the motions that go into that, do you? You don't think about how your hand works and how your feet work and how your legs work or any of that stuff when you throw the ball. You just kind of hope that you're falling back on enough instinct that you can get that ball to go through the hoop. Well, the same thing happens a lot of times when we're playing the guitar, but we don't understand that that's what's happening. So we just kind of leave it up to chance and fate. Again, one of those things that will slow you down on developing on the guitar as fast as you possibly could. So I'm going to share a little bit about how you can learn faster on the guitar and how these these processes and mechanisms work. First of all, I want to share a concept called chunking. Chunking is um, it comes from a lot of a different, I guess you call it. Um, learning disciplines. But what we realized, or what, what scientists realized as they studied memory and they studied how we learn, what they realized is that short-term memory has a very fixed and very limited amount of space in it. It's kind of like, for you tech geeks out there, it's, it's the buffers in a computer. A buffer is simply a, a temporary space that can, uh, it's like a holding queue, if you will. It's like a place where all the data goes before it goes where it needs to go. So it gives it a place to kind of hang out like waiting for a train right well it's the same thing for learning a song you have little buffers like this in your brain where the data and the information go uh, before it's committed to long-term memory now the reality is that you have a very limited amount of this typically we we think of it in terms of the seven digit rule the reason that phone numbers were made to be seven digits with three in the front for an exchange and four at the end for the uh, kind of the unique identifier the original phone numbers were created this way uh, because we quite honestly couldn't memorize more than that it was the perfect amount of information that we could take in short-term memory and handle and process for the very short term the area code, on the other hand, on the other end of that, to make it a 10-digit number, well, that was easier because you would actually already memorize that. Like right now, if I asked you what the area code of your city is, you'd probably know, or at least of your town or the area code that's on your phone. For me, I'm in San Francisco, and it's 415. If I was on the peninsula in the Bay Area, it would be 650. And I just know these things because I've had enough of those phone numbers pass by me. So those three numbers are easy. I don't have to remember. They're, they're already committed to long-term memory. But if somebody came up to me and said, um, hey, take down my phone number, and I said, oh, I don't have a pen. Just tell me what it is. And they told me their phone number. I could kind of just store that, uh, oh, it's a 415 number in the back of my head. That would just kind of process on its own. I don't need to memorize the 415 part. But their phone number 
would actually have to be, I'd have to hold on to that. So I'd be like, okay, 232-7580, 232-7580. And you ever do that? You do that repeating, 232-7580. If you do that, actually, at least three times, maybe four or more, and you see those numbers in your head as you say them, there's a good chance you're going to remember those numbers for at least, I don't know what the exact amount of time is, but for the immediate future until you can get to a pen or you can get to your phone and put it in. So the same thing translates into guitar. You're probably wondering, okay, Carlos, how the hell does this work for guitar? The same thing works. We chunk. So you really can't do much more than seven notes or so at a time or you know, a fairly simple chord exchange uh, or chord change up for a song. You could do that in a very short-term basis, but what you'd have to do is hear it in your head, see your fingers on the fretboard as you're playing it, and reinforce it probably with uh, reciting or remembering the name of the chord or the notes in a lot of ways or the scale, whatever it may be, so that you can anchor it to something you already know. And that's how you get it from short-term into long-term memory. You've got to not only repeat it enough times, but you also have to attach it to something that you already know. This is how they figure it out. We know how to learn. We just don't know how we actually learn. <laughs> and we have to use this kind of methodology. So again, how can you use this to make your learning go faster? How can you use it to pick up things on guitar faster? Well, here's a simple technique that I use all the time that works really well. And it actually just told you most of it. When you learn or play something new, maybe you're learning something by ear. You got some old ACDC song you're putting on and you want to learn it, which, you know, is probably not going to be too difficult to learn. No offense, guys. Malcolm, Angus, any of you guys. But they, the, the chord change, once you've got that, the key to it is not so much knowing what the chords are. It's the changes or the timing of it in a lot of ways or the particular strumming pattern. So that adds a whole new level of depth. So start out by just playing the, the chord on beat number one. Okay, so on beat number one, you hit the chord. If it's a G, you hit the G. It doesn't matter if he's strumming it in a particular order or if he's palm muting it and kind of clicking his pick against it. Just hit the chord so that you at least know that chord for that, for that bar of the song. When it changes, hit the next chord. You don't have to play the chord perfectly. You just have to play it once so that you get the idea of, okay, it goes from G to E to A. G to E to A. Okay, so I can I can do that. Now, <clears throat> what what's next? Well, of course, once you get the chord names, you got to hear the you got to hear the chords in your head. You got to see your fingers on the fretboard. Whether you're doing a power chord or you're doing the open chord version, doesn't matter. See your hands doing it, and then just take a second to close your eyes and and visualize yourself actually playing it. This will probably commit it to short-term memory and, and really borders on long-term at that point. You're going to have a much quicker time learning it. Then the next step is to add in things like, okay, what's the strumming pattern? Uh, what's the, uh, the, the picking or rhythm that I'm hitting that chord at? What's the timing of the change of the chord, this chord to the next chord? That stuff you can add in later. But once you get the basics, it becomes a lot easier. Now, here's the one part that most guys have never heard before, and I'm going to give to you right now. How do you best learn that song? It's to forget it and have to relearn it. Now, that sounds awfully painful. I know. I hate doing that, too. I hate relearning songs that I feel like I should already know, mostly because we focus on the fact that, oh, and you slap your forehead here, man, I forgot that song. That's what we focus on is that I forgot a song or I let it go or I lost it. You didn't lose it. 
you just lost your ability to play it with the same kind of freshness and um, attention to detail that other guitarists would have if they knew it right off the bat. That's it. That's it. It's still sitting there rattling around your head. You, your fingers still know how to make the chords. You still know the, the scale that it's built on. You still know the general idea of the solo. You can probably still hear it in your head even. The only thing that needs to happen is we need to refresh that pattern. And by doing that, by relearning it, you're actually going to ingrain it even deeper into your long-term memory. Let me give you an example. One of the easiest songs, one of the first songs I ever learned was, God, I think back to this, um, it was Hell's Bells by ACDC. And that opening, you know, there's the opening bell, which I believe is like a, it's an E note, but the opening chord is an A minor with, um, he does this suspended thing with his pinky now you can play it that way and i played it that way in the open position when i first learned it and i know it so well that even after years and years and years and years of not playing it i could still pretty much drop my hand in that position and start playing the opening notes of that song same thing with uh, judas priest living after midnight you know very simple straightforward tune uh, very easy to learn and I don't have to keep playing that. I don't have to practice it every week because I keep forgetting those songs. It's because I played it early on, I forgot it, I relearned it, and now it's stuck forever in my brain. I probably wouldn't be able to unforget it if I wanted to. We all want to get to that point with every song we learn, and the easiest way to do that is not for playing for 30 years and playing the same song over and over and over. It's actually letting yourself Play it really intensely for 5 or 10 minutes or you know, 15 minutes, half an hour. Play that song, play that chord change, play that solo, play that scale, play whatever it is. Very focused, very, you know, have all of your attention. Don't be wandering. Don't let yourself look out the window as you're doing this. Look at the fretboard. Think about what you're doing. Think about how it connects to the rest of the song. Activate all the parts of your brain that you possibly can. Activate all your senses as much as you can, from your touch to your 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 hearing and your eyesight. You can't really engage your your smell and your taste, so let's leave those to the side for the moment. But if you get those three modalities, your hearing, your visual, and your kinesthetic, which is your uh, your sense of touch, if you get them really involved, and then you add in what they have often called another sense for us, which is called digital sense. It's uh, it's another modality, if you will. It's the ability to imagine things in our head. Okay, And if you can imagine that without doing anything, just close your eyes, see your hands on the fretboard, see your fingers in that position. If you can do that, if you can visualize that, and then do that when you're away from your guitar, you will... It, it will definitely, I guarantee you, will more than, I hate using the word double because it sounds it sounds cool to some people, but, but to me it's like, no, dude, I, I can guarantee this is actually going to quadruple your retention of any song. It's going to quadruple the rate at which you can learn anything and keep it for the long term. Whew. Did I get that? Did I get that across? I hope I did. It's important. Meta learning is one of the most important things you can study because it teaches you how to learn. Okay, and once you know, once you have a skill of how to learn, everything else becomes easy. Isn't that, isn't that kind of crazy? It's the ability to learn how to learn any ability. And to, that to me is the most profound thing we can do as guitarists to make ourselves not only better musicians, but to give us more satisfaction on the instrument. And now I'm going to give you some quick tips for how to play better. All right, some of my top quick tips. Number one, play with other people. 
Now, it's obvious here why, but for some people it's a, an intimidating thing because we don't want to play with other people that might be better than us. But the reality is that playing with other people is one of the fastest ways to learn better. You'll be able to learn by uh, their feeling of playing. You'll learn that how they play differently. You'll learn their little tricks that they learned and vice versa. You'll be able to teach them. And the, one of the best ways you can learn is by teaching. I started out teaching guitar even before I really knew what I was doing. And as a result, I had to learn faster. It forces your brain into totally engaging. So again, playing with somebody else at the same time, even if you don't, you're both the exact same skill level, it makes a difference. It holds you to a new standard and it really does force you into another level of playing. Number two is grab yourself some books. There are some great books on Amazon out there, and I'm going to go through a few of them in the next show. I think that's what I'm going to focus on, some of the best books you can get because guitar books are the key to really um, being self-taught if that's what you're going to do and enhancing any kind of guitar lessons you might be taking from anybody else. There's great books out there, but you got to know which ones are good and which ones aren't so good. Through the beauty of Amazon, you can do a lot of that now with very little effort. Another thing, number three would be, I want you to record yourself. You might think you're playing great, you know, listening into it just in the moment. But if you record how you're practicing, whether it's yourself alone or with your band, you're going to hear it differently. You're going to hear what others are hearing. You're going to hear where your mistakes are and where your good points are. It could sometimes be painful for you, but it's one of the best ways to get better. Number six, record, or I'm sorry, not record yourself, but play along with a metronome. Metronomes are another equivalent of forcing you to really be in the moment, but they also force you to really keep good time. It took me a, a few years early on in my playing, but I always played with a band in the background in some way or another, whether it was recordings or my own band. I played with them, and as a result, I had to stay in time. So I learned really good timing right off the bat. You might think you're playing in great time, but the metronome will prove that one way or the other. And last but not least, learn a song that you really love note for note. It may not be easy, no, but I did give you the basis there for it, which is to be able to learn anything in the short term is not too, not too hard if you know how to learn. But you do need to find a song, a simple song even, and learn it note for note all the way through. Pick something short, pick something easy, but what's going to happen is once you've got that under your belt, you're going to uh, comprehend the instrument and music so much more. You're going to understand timing. You're going to understand chord changes. You're going to understand the different sections of a song, whether it's the verse, the bridge, or the chorus. You're going to understand how things are constructed. You're going to understand all of it from a different perspective because you'll be in an entire piece of written music. And it really is one of the most important things you can do for your playing. And... That was the thing I did early on that I think made the most difference. I learned all the songs I could note for note. Now, I may not have been playing, been able to play them all exactly. Uh, back when I was learning those early Randy Rhodes tunes, I wasn't playing the solos exactly like he did, but I did my darndest. And in the end, I got there, right? That's all that matters. Learn a good song, the song that you like, and learn it note for note. Keep it really simple if it's... Uh, Something without a guitar solo, even better, just to give yourself that space and that opportunity to breathe and feel like you've accomplished something. You're going to feel a whole different uh, feeling inside when you're done, too, by the way. You're going to feel like an accomplished guitarist because you're going to be able to do what very few guitarists can do. Seriously, very few guys that have a guitar these days can actually play a song from start to finish and play it well. Okay, so get that going. I'll be talking in soon. This has been a great show for you. 
I hope it has been. It's been a great show for me. That's all that matters, isn't it? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to come back next time. I'll uh, probably give you a good quick lick, as well as I'm going to point out some of the best books you can get out there on playing guitar. All right? I think it's a good thing to, to do. I don't know. If you if you disagree, leave me a comment below this video. All right? If you disagree, just send me a note. Send me a letter. Send me something. Let me, let me know you're out there by going over to guitargodsecrets.com. Go over to guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video get your free video on my number one practice hack for getting better faster on guitar if you put it and couple it with what I just taught you about learning and how to learn things on guitar dude you're going to be unstoppable you're going to be insane alright I'm going to be talking again soon this is Carlos GGS from guitargodsecrets.com I'll be talking again soon live to play and play to live GuitarGodSecrets.com, Guitar God Secrets podcast, and YouTube content, and all content herein is copyright Morpheus Productions, LLC. Feel free to contact Carlos at Carlos at GuitarGodSecrets.com. We welcome your comments, suggestions, and questions, and your donations. Live to play, play to live.